the Seeing Deep podcast, where we see deep in a shallow world by exploring our surrounding culture through a biblical lens. This month, we are talking about living unbroken. Last week, we talked about how to process brokenness with God. Next week, we will have a two-part interview with Tracy Miles, where we unpack some principles from her book by that title to help us to be set free from the brokenness we encounter and experience in this fallen world. But this week, I'm going to share what helped me to pick up the shattered pieces of my life when everything was broken around me. The scripture for this episode is taken from Psalm 31, and I'm going to be reading the psalm in its entirety, but unpacking it phrase by phrase. The psalmist declares God to be his refuge right at the beginning of his petition. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by first coming to God. It says, beginning in verse 1, In you, Lord, I have taken refuge. The psalmist does not go anywhere else. Brokenness can't be fixed by the broken. Brokenness requires the maker's hand. And the puzzles of this life require the one who has the master plan. Then the psalmist clearly states his petition before God. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by praying to God and being real about our pain. The reality of brokenness is that it leaves us in a state of shame and desperateness. Continuing on in verse 1, let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, rescue me. Shame makes us feel like our brokenness is our identity. The psalmist wants to be free from his brokenness, but shame held him down. Shame is an invisible force that needs to be dealt with. The psalmist understood that only God could remove his shame. Only the righteous one could heal his broken soul. Continuing in verse 2, it says, Incline your ear to me, rescue me quickly, be a rock of strength for me, a stronghold to save me. The psalmist asked God to hear him and to be his strength and salvation. Then he declares that this is so. In verse 3, for you are my rock and my fortress. For the sake of your name, you will lead me and guide me. Notice a shift here. He's concerned about God's glory, even in the midst of his brokenness. You know, it is a focus on God that is starting to shift to God instead of himself. You know, sometimes we don't need to just petition God, though. We need to state in faith that the thing we are asking God has already been done and He will complete it. It might not look like what we think it should look like, but we trust the One who is our Lord to use everything in our lives for our good and His glory. He will complete the work He's begun in us. So we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by choosing faith over fear. The things the psalmist was asking are what God wants to do for his people, restore and rescue them. Faith overcomes our brokenness. Rather than just looking at our broken state, we need to fix our eyes on our healer. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by fixing our eyes on God, not our problems. What God is able to do with our brokenness is miraculous. Use it for good? You betcha. Heal us? Most definitely. Continuing on in verse 4, You will pull me out of the net which they have secretly laid for me, for you are my strength. Renewing his mind with the truths of who God is and what he will do, by faith the psalmist chooses to place his brokenness in God's capable hands. 
He chooses to trust God even when brokenness tries to harden his heart. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by renewing our mind with truth. Brokenness is loud, y'all. It screams doubt and fear, but faith and truth break through our brokenness. Continuing on in verse 5, Into your hand I entrust my spirit. You have redeemed me, Lord God of truth. I hate those who devote themselves to worthless idols, but I trust in the Lord. I will rejoice and be glad in your faithfulness because you have seen my misery. You have known the troubles of my soul, and you have not handed me over to the enemy. You have set my feet in a large place. Even as we choose to trust God with our brokenness, we can still make petitions That is not a sign of distrust, but a sign of relationship. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by relating to God, not just coming to Him with demands. Continuing on in verse 9, Be gracious to me, Lord, for I am in distress. My eye is wasted away from grief, my soul and my body too. For my life is spent with sorrow and my years with sighing. My strength has failed because of my guilt and my body has wasted away. Because of all my adversaries, I have become a disgrace, especially to my neighbors, and an object of dread to my acquaintances. Those who see me in the street flee from me. I am forgotten like a dead person, out of mind. I am like a broken vessel. This vivid description of the psalmist is so raw. And right there, he just states, I am a broken vessel. He's not glossing over his pain. He is being specific. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by being specific in our petition to God. Continuing in verse 13, For I've heard the slander of many. Terror is on every side. While they took counsel together against me, they schemed to take away my life. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by choosing to trust God. In verse 14, he says, But as for me, I trust in you, Lord. I say, you are my God. My times are in your hand. Rescue me from the hand of my enemies and from those who persecute me. Make your face shine upon your servant. Save me in your faithfulness. Trusting God means I choose not to trust my own heart. I choose not to believe or focus on the what-ifs and the harsh reality of my broken state. The God who made us can remake us, and He is in the process of completing the work that He began in each one of us. I wonder as you listen, do you doubt that spiritual reality? God is not going to leave anything halfway done. That is just not who He is. The psalmist then petitions God again. We may find that we may have to do the same thing again and again and again. Do not grow weary, friends. Your God hears and sees. Trust in Him. We pick up the broken pieces by coming again and again to God. Starting in verse 17, Let me not be put to shame, Lord, for I call upon you. Let the wicked be put to shame. Let them be silent and shoal. Let the lying lips be speechless, which speak arrogantly against the righteous with pride and contempt. The psalmist brings us back to a singular truth that is what can take our brokenness and shift it to being about God and not us. Our God is good. This is truth. And this truth changes how I view brokenness. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by believing in God's goodness.
starting in verse 19. How great is your goodness, which you have stored up for those who fear you, which you have performed for those who take refuge in you before the sons of mankind. You hide them in the secret place of your presence for the conspiracies of mankind. You keep them secretly in a shelter from the strife of tongues. I love that verse. I don't know about you. Do you feel hidden today in the secret place of his presence? from the conspiracies of mankind, from the strife of tongues. Blessed be the Lord, for he has shown his marvelous faithfulness to me in a besieged city. As for me, I said in my alarm, I am cut off from your eyes. Nevertheless, you heard the sound of my pleadings when I called to you for help. Our God hears, our God sees. Don't believe that he doesn't for a moment. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by loving God. Even if the pain remains, love him still. That's what we were made to do. In verse 23, it says, Love the Lord, all his godly ones. The Lord watches over the faithful, but fully repays the one who acts arrogantly. Be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait for the Lord. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by waiting on God. Are we going to be patient enough for him to fix our brokenness? I think sometimes we want to rush it. I know even now in my life, I see that what I thought was already a completed work of healing, there's still more pieces, more shattered pieces that God wants to restore. So this psalm is such a picture of brokenness and how to process that brokenness. To recap, first we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by first coming to God. And second, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by praying to God and being real about our pain. Third, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by choosing faith over fear. And fourth, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by fixing our eyes on God, not our problems. Fifth, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by renewing our mind with truth. And sixth, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by relating to God, not just coming to Him with demands and friends. I added this in as I was sharing this, but we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by coming again and again and again. Don't grow weary in coming to God. Seventh, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by being specific in our petition to God. Eighth, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by choosing to trust God, not our heart, not in anything else but God. Ninth, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by being and believing in God's goodness. And tenth, we pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by loving God, even if the pain remains, love him still. And then I added another one, which I love how God does that. You know, you you pray and and I, I write these podcasts from a heart of worship. But God will speak to me in the midst of it. And and the final one is waiting on God. We pick up the shattered pieces of our lives by waiting on him. Will we wait and trust him as we wait? Brokenness is hard and we want to escape it, but right there in that brokenness, God is with us and we can trust his hand, his mighty hand of deliverance. Be encouraged, friends. Brokenness is not the end. It is a pathway to restoration if we know how to pick up the shattered pieces of our lives and bring them to God, who is very good at putting the pieces back together. You've been listening to the Seeing Deep Podcast, where we dive into the Word of God for the answers to life's problems.